Welcome to Darren Daily On Demand, your most trusted resource to help you become better every day. Here's your success mentor, Darren Hardy. This morning, I'm going to pull from the Ask Me Anything grab bag of great questions many of you have submitted for me to address here on our morning mentoring sessions. And this one comes from Cindy Watskill, who asked, You've interviewed some of the most successful and influential people of all time. What are the most common characteristics that struck you when you met these people? Yes, a question that I have spent the better part of almost three decades studying and evaluating. If I had to boil it down to three highlights and for the details on their productivity, their skill building, their sales and marketing and team building strategies, I'd refer to you to one of my actual deep training programs. But the three of their overarching characteristics were one, they are rabid learners. And I'm not talking about just having a, a positive, open-minded growth mindset. I'm talking about being possessed with learning from everyone and seeing new ideas and distinctions everywhere. And not just from the normal places like books, training programs, mentors, and advisors. I mean everywhere from lines in a movie, from lyrics in a song, from words on a billboard, and utterances overheard at tables adjacent to theirs in restaurants. I remember one time I was hired to speak at this very swanky and big budget conference. The night before, they held a special speaker dinner. It was a room full of luminaries. It was amazing. At least a couple of a million dollars in speaking fees just for those that were in that room. During the dinner, the conversation was vibrant and I noticed the guy to my far left had taken out a small notepad from his jacket and was jotting down notes from what people were saying. Now, he was the headliner by far the most prominent and probably the smartest person in the room, and he was the one taking notes. Every time I saw his head go down to jot another note down, I got more and more anxious. I thought, man, this guy's gonna get out of here with some of this gold, and I'm not. I did leave that dinner with three life-changing and career-changing insights, and that those were, one, always be learning, always pay attention to everything and everyone all the time. Great ideas and insights are all around you all the time, but the idea you don't capture can't help you. And two, the smartest guy in the room is the one who talked the least. He probably had the most to say than any of us. Certainly the conference host thought so. That's why they paid him a bajillion dollars to speak the next day. But he spoke very little except to ask more questions. Not just what do you do, where are you from, how's the weather, Questions I'm talking about that are insightful and poignant. And it was his ravenous curiosity and his deeply probing questions that mined the gold out of the room. And the third thing that he taught me was, just being in a room of really smart and accomplished people is not enough. The entire dinner could have been spent on pleasantries and chest beating. It took somebody actively mining the room with their intense curiosity and great questions to actually draw the gold out of the room. Let me explain this career-changing insight to you with a story. This is a story I first heard back when I was still a teenager, at the very beginning of my entrepreneurial journey. My experience at this dinner brought this story back to life for me. So for this story that I tell you, to have it properly have an effect on you, when I tell it to you, I want you to Feel the sun on your face and the breeze on your arm. I want you to, to go with me on this story here a bit. Okay, I'll tell you the perfect time for this story. Sunday morning. Sundays are different, right? I mean, you could wake up and not even know what day of the week it is, but after you walk around and 
watch people for a bit, you'd know that it was Sunday. Sunday just feels different than Monday or Friday or even Saturday, right? You know, Sundays, Sundays are special. So let's say on this Sunday that you, you wake up real early in the morning, let's say 5.30. You can't believe it. You look at the clock, but you feel so alert, so alive. So you decide to just get up. And as you look out the window, you can see that the sun is starting to rise over the horizon. You can see the, the orange glow on the horizon. You go into the kitchen, you make yourself some coffee, and while it's brewing, you, you walk out onto your front porch. You can feel a slight chill in the air, but you can tell it's gonna be a warm day. The birds are starting to chirp, you can hear them. It's one of the clearest days that you've seen in a long time. With your coffee prepared to go, you decide to take an early morning drive and just point your car towards the mountains. You have your arm out the window as you drive and the wind on your arm on the side of your face. It just feels so refreshing. Now you get up to the foothills where there are just a few houses left. And as you continue driving up, occasionally you get a, a glimpse at the valley below and it's just, it's just so beautiful. You get all the way to the top and then there's this grassy flat area. So you park your car, you get out and you look around. There's no one around, it's just quiet and still. And while you lean against your car, your rump being heated by the still warm engine, you can see the most spectacular view overlooking the valley. You've never seen anything like it. As you're taking it all in, off to the left in the distance, you can see that there, there's something interesting over there and you're not really sure what it is. You're curious, so you start to go and investigate. And as you get a little closer, your suspicion is confirmed. It's a cave that has been covered in brush. When you arrive, you, you, you poke your head in. It looks like a safe cave, so you decide to venture in. Sure enough, you get 10 feet in, and around the corner, guess what you see? Right, gold coins. Floor to ceiling, wall to wall, gold coins. So the first thing you do is pick one off and bite into it, make sure it's real, right? Sure enough, it is. Now the next thing you do is probably what? Yeah, you be sure nobody's following you. Now from the looks of it, it seems that this gold has been there a long time, like it has been abandoned and forgotten about long ago. You can't believe your good fortune. Now you're faced with a choice. Do you just stand there and just marvel at the gold and then walk away? Or do you go to the piles and pull a few coins off the top and then leave? Or do you fill up all your pockets, your shoes, your socks, you use your shirt as a satchel and take out as many as you can? Or you think maybe I should go get a shovel and a wheelbarrow. But your mind shouts back, hey, do you know what the shovels and wheelbarrows cost these days? That's what happens inside the mind when most people are presented with opportunities to mind the goal of well-prepared training programs. They focus on the cost of the shovel and the wheelbarrow, not the value of the gold that they could mind. And at that dinner, what I witnessed this guy do is this. He backed up an 18-wheel semi and he kept pulling out wheelbarrow after wheelbarrow of gold coins from that dinner table. Then he drove off with them, leaving the rest of us just jaw dropped and jealous. It was a lesson I will not forget and has directed my life ever since. It's how I got great at interviewing.
So much so that it became a career, spending all day, every day, mining and collecting gold coins of great ideas and insights from the greatest gold mines in the world. And tomorrow, I'll give you the second observation of what makes the greats great.